what goes best with coffee? The answer is another cup of coffee. Order your fresh beans from Poblacion, Kibangunan, Benguet, Lupag, Tambok, Kalinga, Nambukayan, Tombok, Kalinga with Benaki coffee. And order yourselves some fresh coffee, both whole and ground, homebrew jar, homebrew bags, and cold brew bottles through Benaki Coffee. Again, that's Benaki Coffee, and I will be leaving the link in order for you to order some fresh coffee. Now, let's start the show. Hello and welcome to the podcast. In this episode, we will be reviewing the March 19th episode of SmackDown. But first, we will start with some wrestling news. Former WCW manager Eric Bischoff has been announced to be a part of the 2021 WWE Hall of Fame. Eric Bischoff has been the manager of WCW from the 1991 all the way to the end of WCW in 2001. Eric Bischoff has also recently been the SmackDown executive last 2019. However, he was shortly removed from that position. This comes at a specifically shocking time as Bischoff has been making appearances in AEW for the past few weeks, but this is indeed a step in the right direction for WWE. Now moving on with the latest episode of SmackDown. This episode of SmackDown started with a match between Sasha Banks and Nia Jax for the SmackDown Women's Champion. This match has thankfully turned out well and thankfully Sasha Banks was not injured as Nia Jax have a history of injuring her opponents and being an unsafe superstar to wrestle with. What was weird, however, was that Reginald failed to make an appearance in this match despite being portrayed as a boyfriend of Nia Jax and as a rival of Sasha Banks. An interference by Bianca Belair was then followed, which led to a win by Sasha Banks, retaining the SmackDown Women's Champion. Overall, this match really just feels like a way for us fans to really care about the tag team match this Sunday in Fastlane, which is just bad booking. What isn't bad booking at this time would be the tag team division in SmackDown as we are being teased with a possible future tag team champions in Dominic and Rey Mysterio who are a father and son duo. However, this would also entail that Dolph Ziggler will yet be a part of a tag team match at WrestleMania after finally getting a singles match at WrestleMania last year for his for the first time in his career. But Dolph and Rude are excellent 
as tag team champs and have exceeded our expectations and went beyond this role of a transitional champion. We are then treated with a Sane versus Baron Corbin match, which was given a hilarious voiceover intro, which added comedy to this match, but left Sami Zayn with the loss. After the loss of Sami Zayn, we are then treated with a confrontation between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, who had a history together as both rivals and friends. It would be only rightful that we get Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. As for Baron Corbin, it's probably best that he faces someone else aside from Sami Zayn, someone who is a lot more serious. Perhaps now Cesaro, now that uh, it's going to be an obvious Seth Rollins versus Nakamura, as they are also faced, scheduled to face each other at Fastlane. I find this matchup to be scheduled too soon, and I really hope that they waited till WrestleMania for this match. However, this is a good for them, and I wouldn't mind seeing these two competitors in two separate pay-per-view matches. And I am so stoked for Nakamura to win this match. Their type of geography just fits each other. And Nakamura needs to face a tenured veteran such as Seth Rollins. It is just about the right time that these two superstars collide with each other again. As arguably Seth Rollins needs a better opponent instead of what we got last year against Kevin Owens which had an obvious outcome. I want this to happen at Wrestlemania. I want this match so bad and hopefully next year we will finally get that Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura dream match. Now, the second to the last match on SmackDown involves a match between Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler. This was weird as there was no interference by Sasha Banks when Bianca Belair has previously assisted with the match against Nia Jax. Instead, we got an interference by Natalia and Tamina who in my opinion are a lot more rightful to be the opponents against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. This was more confusing with the abandonment of Nia Jax to Shayna Baszler in that match which may be planting seeds to a future match of Nia Jax against Shayna Baszler at Wrestlemania. And I won't be surprised if at Fastlane, there will be a change of card, which involves Natalia and Tamina going up against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. In the main event of this episode of SmackDown, we are able to see Edge compete 
in his first SmackDown match in 11 years against Jey Uso in order to be the special enforcer at Daniel Bryan's and Roman Reigns match at Fastlane for the Universal Championship. Now, arguably, this may not be the best match of Edge since returning. However, we are able to see some stunts by Edge. And this is beneficial for Jay as well, as he has yet again been able to be given this opportunity to face another tenured superstar. Edge won clean in this match, therefore making him the special enforcer to the match of Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns at Fastlane for the Universal Championship. This involvement by Edge, as I've previously stated in previous episodes, does not make sense given his character. However, in a interview which is posted on the WWE social media, we get Edge justifying his involvement that he doesn't like this idea of getting a last minute change on who's his opponent at WrestleMania. Which does make some sense, also given the fact that he has previously been this ultimate opportunist character. But what really needs to happen right now is a triple threat match at WrestleMania, which involves Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, and Edge. This is the end of this episode. I hope you all enjoyed. Please stay safe. And I hope to... See you all again in the next episode. Thank you and bye.